Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for His Word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book. Genesis 5.24 says, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. We were finishing up last time speaking about Enoch's message and how he proclaimed God's righteousness and he proclaimed man's wickedness. He talked about their ungodly deeds, but then he also talked about how Jesus one day was going to come and he was going to judge the wrong deeds that people were committing all around him. And we know from Hebrews that God was pleased with him and he took him. He did not die. As we saw the last time, so many verses end with, and he died, and he died. It talks through all these genealogies, and he died. That's not what happened with Enoch. We don't know all of why God took him, but we know God took him because he was pleased with him, and he took him to heaven. Some have some ideas of why God uh took him besides that he was pleased with him one is that he had special he has special plans for him uh, some believe that Enoch is a picture of the rapture that God is going to rapture the church out of the earth as a picture of rapturing uh, Enoch from the earth before the flood and and that is a picture there that some believe that I don't see that as false doctrine or, or anything we know the church will be raptured before the tribulation. Some also say that he is one of the two prophets that are going to die in Revelation because the Bible does say it's appointed unto man once to die. Everyone does die for their sin. Enoch was not a perfect man and that he was sinless. And we all die someday. And there is an um, event that happens where there's two witnesses that are going throughout the earth and trying to say right and wrong. And many believe that this is Elijah, Elijah, Elijah and Enoch, because Elijah was also taken to heaven in a fiery chariot. He did not die. He was taken to heaven and Enoch. And so some believe that they will die someday when the inhabitants of earth rise up against them and kill them then. So that's uh, my comments about Enoch. I think he's just a wonderful man. I would love to have it said of me that I please God, and I sure hope that my life does uh, line up with that thought that I please God, and I hope we all have that in our hearts. So the genealogies, genealogies continue and go through Methuselah, which we know was the oldest man ever to live, at least recorded, because we know these genealogies are just uh, the ones that are following the line up to Noah and then to Abraham and then to Jesus. So uh, he is the oldest, and we see then he has a son named Lamech, and 
Then Lamech has a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord hath cursed. So he, ever, he apparently say, says this in prophecy that he sees that God is going to use Noah. And we're going to see after the flood, God says, I'm going to no longer curse the earth. And so uh, Lamech sees that maybe with Noah and names him that. There are some interesting facts about the genealogies that one might not think of. Uh, I'll give some times and maybe you'll get a better idea. But one thing that we don't think of is who was alive while others were alive. And so if you look at all the lineage, we're at at Lamech right now, he was born 874 years since the creation of Adam because we know when uh, Adam had his sons and it gives those years of how old he is. Noah was born 1,056 years from the creation of Adam. So Adam had only died 126 years prior to Noah's birth. And you might say, well, that's a long time. It's not a long time when you're thinking about, uh, you know, that they lived 900 years. So Seth was born in the year 130 from creation, and he lived 912 years. So Seth died only 14 years before the death of Noah. So it's it's probable that Noah heard all these things firsthand. We know from following verses that uh, it's they talk about the sons of God and the sons of men. Well, the sons of God were trying so much to raise their kids right, so they're passing on the right things. The sons of men were not. And so, you know, somebody put it this way, um, for 100 years— Lamech could have sat on Adam's knee. Isn't that crazy? Now, at any rate, he could have sat at Adam's feet. Obviously, he's not going to sit on his knees for 100 years, but he listened to Adam while Adam rehearsed to him the whole experience of the garden. So Lamech is getting direct information from Adam. And then he told his son, Noah, who shares it with his son, Shem. And Shem's still alive when Abraham's born. It's just crazy when you think of all the links between these men. Like you just think, oh, wow, they couldn't be alive then. So Lamech is alive while uh, Adam is alive, and Lamech is Noah's father. And so Lamech has firsthand information from Adam. It's just something I thought was very interesting. And a lot of times we don't picture that because we don't have that length of days anymore to look at. So when we go then to chapter 6, chapter 6 is a very, very, uh, I don't not heated, but oh, you'll just hear the craziest things about things in chapter 6. And I'm going to give my thoughts on them. And we'll just start reading right now. It says in verse 1, And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. And they took them wives of all which they chose. 
And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of men was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his hearts was evil, was only evil continually, and repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. So, first of all, we see in verse 1, men began to multiply. If you've ever done some math problems where you don't add but multiply, it's amazing how quickly numbers add up. And so men began to multiply. There's, God told them to multiply. That was not the problem. What was the problem is that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men, that they were fair. Now, we know that there's a line that is trying to raise their kids right, and we know that there's a line, that line of Cain, that's trying not to raise their kids right, right? And they don't care about anything. Well, we also know there's other children that are being born that are not mentioned in these genealogies. And many of them are going astray. And so some say that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they choose, chose. They say, oh, this was angels who came down and had relations with girls and that's why there was giants. I firmly disagree with this, and that is because Jesus tells us that angels are not given in a marriage, and yes, they use the male form, uh, you know, when they speak of angels as far as he, but he says they do not do that, which man does. We have sexual relations. Angels do not. So I don't believe that they are even created to have those abilities. And I, I think that uh, it's kind of sci-fi getting into those ideas that angels came down and then there was giants. There was, just gi- there was giants in the time of David. The, the sons of Anak were giants. So a very, very tall man marries a very, very tall woman, and you can have an even taller son, and if it keeps repeating, you're going to have very, very tall people. I love how Answers in Genesis and the uh, Institution for Creation Research talks about how genetics, how they become stronger and stronger by the same groups of people marrying and how after the flood, we'll, we'll look at that at this time and how, how just different genetics became super strong. Well, that's just what happened here. It was not that angels came down and and now all of a sudden we have these half angels, half uh, people. No, the scripture gives no backing for that. It, the opposite is said by Jesus Christ when he told us that they are not given in marriage. So that thought tends towards um, fantasy idea, and that is not what happened. And we live in a real world. We, you know, movies are fake, and anything can happen on a movie. But that's fake. The Bible was written for us, and we live in that real world, and there's nothing 
weird happening here that doesn't happen today. So I believe that the sons of gods, all the daughters of men, that they were fair just like today. You have girls who are not raised right that walk around in very provocative clothing. They're beautiful. And so a good boy who was raised right and raised proper is attracted to that, and he leaves the way he was reared right because of a woman. And he, he says... They took them wives of all which they chose. And it also then says in verse 4 that also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, that they bear children of them. This says they're not even getting married. And this is not so far-fetched now. This is not some crazy sci-fi. This is where the rubber meets the road, as we say. This is what we're dealing with today, where Guys that were raised right, and girls, of course, see other uh, people that aren't raised right, and how quickly we can have a generation who were raised according to the Word of God go astray. The opposite's not true. It's not that you're raised as a Christian and, and you are attracted to the world, so you marry the world, and the world becomes Christian. No, no, no. What happens is your seed doesn't even know about God when you do that. And that's exactly what's happening here. And the next step also is before the sons of God know they're supposed to get married, and so they get married. But then, oh, why is that important? Let's just go shack up. And so they're, I believe, sons of God, good people who were raised right, are just having relations with all kinds of girls because it says that they have bare children unto them. Like they're just Oh, it's not even in, marriage is not even important. We know that Lamech started having multiple wives here. They don't even have to get married. I talked to somebody recently and I asked them, I said, what do you believe about marriage? Well, uh, one at a time. That's wicked. That's against what God says. And this person was raised right. So this fits right in with what uh, they were dealing with back then. And so, so quickly, We don't have a line of godly people. Now, I skipped over the previous chapter, and I'm going to read that now because uh, there was a godly man, a very godly man, and his name was Noah. And it says, Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Japheth. I think this is very interesting, and we'll pick up here next time with this because Noah didn't have a ton of kids like other people did. And I believe he probably wondered why, but God knew why. And we're going to look at that next time. Heavenly Father, help us to be so careful to not allow our eyes to be drawn toward the things of this world. How soon we are taken away and pulled away from your right way. Lord, help us to be focused on you. Help us to be like Enoch, and walk with you and be strong in your word and not be pulled towards the things of this world. Help our children. Help them not to look at that glistening, shining cover and not realize the danger that goes with going after ones that are not Christians, that are not sons or daughters of God. Let us follow you wholly and completely today. 
Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord With Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord With Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may he greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following his word.